I think that if, if, let me put it this, let me say, tells you why I've got enough light, I was just wondering. Anyway, um, this is probably on a personal level, not me personally, but on a personal relationship level with Jesus Christ. One of the important, one of the most important keys, or what do I want to say, principles that you can have, if you can get a hold of this and get a revelation of this, there's several, but this is one very, very important key or principle that if we get a hold of, it will change your walk with Christ, okay? And the title of the message is, Renew Your Mind, Capturing Your Thoughts, okay? This is a big issue. And, and I'm going to take my time with this and talk about it a little bit. I'm not even sure I'll get to the capturing our thoughts yet today, but there's some things I want you to understand. We are going to have to renew our minds the day we're living in. Because even, you know, you know, I pastor two churches and I'm this and I'm that. Well, you know what? I still have to renew my mind every single day because every day I get up and my mind wants to think a certain way. Most of us are patterned to think the way the world thinks. We've grown up that way, and it's just the way things are. Well, I've got to tell you something. We've got to change. We've got to renew our minds. But the very first most important thing to renewing your mind is salvation. You've got to be born again. You have to be born again. That is an absolute huge key. Because... If you're not born again, you can read the Bible, you can do all these good things, but there isn't really the power or the authority to do it because you don't have the Holy Spirit in you. And so salvation is number one. Now, I want you to understand that what I'm talking about is spiritual warfare. It's a spiritual warfare. Capturing thoughts, taking your thoughts captive is spiritual warfare. Because that's where our battle is, really, anyway. It's what are you going to think and what are you going to believe? Because, see, here's the thing. As a man thinks, so is he, but there's more to it than that. You think about something, you meditate on something, you start to believe something, and then you start to walk out what you believe. Is it spiritual or is it carnal? Now, I'm going to tell you what. That is our, that's our fight. But we win the fight. Because the Holy Spirit in us is greater than he that's in the world. The Bible assures us of that. But sometimes we've got to renew our minds. We've got to capture our thoughts because our thoughts can get a hold of us and take us crazy places. And and so in Ephesians, I'm going to start with Ephesians 6.12. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. The first step in winning this spiritual warfare is salvation. Got to get born again. Good people don't go to heaven. Saved people go to heaven. Got mighty quiet in this charismatic tongue-talking church. That's okay. Romans 12.2 says this. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove. Now look at this. Prove what is good. You will prove what is good if your mind has been renewed. 
and good and acceptable and the per and perfect will of God. How to get a hold of this? Now, the word conformed means to be patterned after. So it says, don't be conformed to the world. Don't be patterned after the world. Basically, that the world is a humanistic system. Everything is about me. Life revolves around me. That's humanism. I'm the center of the universe. Everything revolves around me. And so we can't be conformed to that. We need to be transformed. Okay, the word transformed means changed. And to renew means to make new or not like the old. So when it's saying you can't be patterned after this world system or its way of thinking, the world's got a way of thinking. The world thinks that this is okay, this is okay, this is okay, this is okay. It's contrary to the word of God, but I think that it's okay. And if I think that it's okay, it must be okay because I'm the master of my own universe. You better be careful. And I'm sorry, Christians. There's a lot of Christians that feel the same way. They think the same way. Now, maybe they're making it to heaven because they have made a commitment to Jesus Christ, so they're going to heaven. But their life on earth is hell because their mind has not been renewed and they're living under a system that is not meant for us to live under. Now, we have to live in the world. I got it. You know, don't go to your boss tomorrow and say, I don't live under this system, therefore I don't have to work. Well, guess what? Therefore, you're not going to be paying your mortgage. Therefore, you're going to be homeless. And therefore, you're going to be coming to Pastor Scout and say, hey, help me. I'm saying, well, what would you do to your job? Well, I'm not under this system. Hello. <laughs> yeah. let's, not get, let's not get nutsy here. All right? The truth is, no, we are not of this world, but we have to live in this world, and we are subject to some of the laws of this world. However, we have an authority that we can walk in and we do not need to be conformed. And I'll give you one of the biggest things in this region right now, and I'm just going to say it. Somebody's going to get mad, but that's okay. Every week somebody gets mad. One of the things that people have got to get their mind transformed about is being in poverty. Poverty. You need to trans be conformed to the Word of God. You know what? Poverty mentality, a poverty mentality isn't about money. It's not about money. I'm, I'm poor because I don't have money. No, it's, that's not it. That's not what I'm talking about. Spiritually, people are poor because, again, they don't understand the word. They don't walk in the word. They don't confess the word. They don't believe the word. We can walk this thing out. And here's the thing. If you are here and you're believing to be here, well, then trust God and you begin to sow until you start moving up. And I'm not talking about just money. I'm talking about life. If I'm down here and I'm not where I want to be, then you start confessing what the Word of God says you are and who you can be, and you watch and see if God does not transform you. But too many people are confined to conforming, conforming themselves to what the world says you are. Well, you're just this. You're just that. No, according to the Word of God, I am much more than just that. According to the word of God, I'm all that. Yeah, that's right. I said it. And I kind of like that. I'm all that. 
I'm not just that. I'm all that. Now, I'll get chastised by my wife when I get home. You can't say that from the pulpit. That sounds arrogant, but it's true. <laughs> all right, so again, we're talking about being conformed to a pattern. If you're going to be conformed to a pattern, be conformed to the pattern of this word, not of the world. Okay? You transform, you change by renewing, not like the old. So we've got to think differently. Okay? Think differently. Okay? So when that, that pain comes to your side, in a mind, immediately your mind goes to, oh, oh, I, I got the consumption. Some of you young people don't have a clue what that even is. <laughs> I've got the consumption. That's immediately where your mind goes. Instead of going to the Word of God, says, wait a second, body, line up with the Word of God, says, I am healed. And speak to that thing. Now, we'll say, should I never go to a doctor? No, go to a doctor and have them confirm your healing. Look at it that way. I don't care how God does it. All I know is he's going to do it. But confess that rather than the problem all the time. We are great at conforming to the problem. We are. Oh, look at that mountain. That mountain's been there forever. That mountain's going to be there forever. Oh, no, it's not. You know, you can knock down a mountain even if you take a pickaxe and just start picking away at it. Eventually, it's coming down to start using the word of God. What are you conforming to? You, gotta not, you have a choice. You can conform to the system, the way the world thinks. I'll give you a perfect example. This is, so, this is so not me, but it's so Bible that it has to become me. Somebody does me wrong, ho, 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 I'm going to do them wrong twice. That's the world. I can conform to that, or my mind can be transformed, and I can be renewed and say, no, I'm going to forgive, and I'm going to pray for. Because I'm going to tell you what, God can do more with them than anything I ever could. The Holy Spirit can do more with someone than my anger ever could. So, it's just like being a new creature. When you get born again, the Bible says you are new. All things have passed away. All things have Interpretation, all things have become new. The old has passed away. You are not the same. So when your mind is renewed, your mind is not the same. Quit going back to conforming to the same way you were thinking before. Stop yourself. Slap yourself. Have your wife slap you. Have your... No, don't do that, husband. <laughs> the day we live in, that wouldn't be good. Slap yourself. I'll leave it right at that. Better idea. Better idea. Yeah, we'll just leave it right there. Don't conform to that way of thinking. Have your mind renewed and be transformed. And I'll tell you something. When you start thinking different, you're going to start speaking different. When you start speaking different, you're going to start acting different. When you start acting different, you're going to see different results. But it all starts with having your mind renewed and not conforming to the old system. 
It's done by renewing our minds. Do you know that the enemy is raging in our thoughts today? He tries to fill your minds with thoughts, and not just thoughts, but fear of everything. What's tomorrow going to bring? I don't know. Maybe it isn't going to come. What if it doesn't? Well, I'll be in heaven. Woohoo! There's worse places to go. Hell's one. See, thoughts are powerful, and a lot of times thoughts lead us, lead us to actions. Do you know I don't believe anybody decided to steal something unless they thought about it first? I mean, I just didn't walk in the store one day, and my arm just reached out on us. No, I thought about it. So you need to renew those thoughts. You need to transform those thoughts. You need to change those thoughts. You need to start changing your thoughts about what society says is right and the Bible says is wrong. I get grieved when I see Christians standing on something that is biblically wrong and they're standing and they're shouting it from the mountaintops. They're splashed all over social media. And I'm like, but that's not biblically, that's not a good place. You're, you're on the wrong side here. What are you conforming to? Well, I want it my way. Can't have it your way. I'm sorry. Jesus died for you. It's his way. Again, quietness. You're listening really hard, aren't you? I got you. So when you get up in the morning, you think about taking a shower, don't you? And some of you do. Some of you don't. Depends on the day. I get it. I'd love to tell you I shower every day. Most days I shower twice. I do, because I, you know, work out, this kind of stuff. But there's those days, like on a Saturday morning, you know, I just get up and I'm just a grub. That's all right. Nothing wrong with that. But you know what? I thought about that. I thought about, I'm going to take a shower. No, I'm not. I'm going to be a grub. So I did. See, I don't believe that you just oopsie into sin unless there's some kind of thought about it. And this is a problem. People walk around thinking about sin all the time. Forget about sin. Think about Jesus. That will keep you out of a whole lot of sin. Just saying. So when you meditate on something, you act on it. We need to renew our minds. First step I said is salvation. Now, we've got to take thoughts captive. There's a few ways the devil uses thoughts. There's probably more than a few, but there's a few that I'm going to highlight. He gets into your thoughts about your future tomorrow. What's tomorrow going to bring? Thoughts about your past. What, what did I do yesterday? What was my past? Thoughts about others. Or thoughts of thinking of what others think of you. And the enemy rages in those thoughts. One of the biggest things we have right now amongst our teens is they are walking around stressed out, anxiety-ridden, because they are concerned about what other people think of them. What are they going to think if I do this? I know this is hard concept for a lot of people to understand. But when you stand before Jesus, there isn't going to be one person there saying you were good, bad, I liked him, I didn't like him. It doesn't matter. I've got a daughter that's in high school. It hasn't been the easiest time for her. Most any kid that's been in high school hasn't been an easy time for her. And I keep insisting. Two years from now, once two years outside of graduation, 
Those people's opinion aren't going to make one bit of difference in your life. Don't give them that kind of power. Do not allow the enemy to have that kind of power to make you feel and conform to the world just so you feel like you can fit in. See, there's thoughts about what am I going to do? What have I done? Thoughts about others. What have they done to me? Thoughts are paralyzing people. We need to focus on the day of being the day of salvation. We need to focus on the goodness of God, the deliverance of God. So everybody worries about what's tomorrow going to bring. Somebody asked me the other day, I don't know, what's the world coming to? I said an end. That's right. For a Christian, new heaven, new earth, baby, it's going to be glorious. Yep. You know, we're going to ride around those streets of gold and the grout's chocolate. I can't find that in the Bible anywhere, but I'm still looking. It says in Matthew 6, 25 through 34, Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. How many of us, and I'm going to raise my hand, guilty, have tossed and turned, tossed and turned, fretting about tomorrow? What's tomorrow going to bring? You know, when you do that, you almost eliminate today. I've wasted today worrying about tomorrow. Tomorrow's not even here yet. Do you know that you could transform your mind? You can renew your mind to say, you know what? Today is today. Tomorrow's not here. And here's a big one for some of you. Listen very close to me closely to me. Yesterday is gone. It's gone. You can't hit the rewind button and go back to yesterday. Why are you worrying still about what happened 20 years ago and is it affecting you today? Now listen. I'm not trying to be insensitive. I understand people have been through horrific, traumatic things in their life from a young age. My question is, do you believe this Bible can deliver you so that your today isn't living yesterday's hurts, yesterday's shames, yesterday's problems, yesterday's rejections? Yes, no. The word of God is powerful enough to deliver you so that you can be free today. Yesterday is gone. Never to be seen again. Tomorrow isn't here yet, so rejoice today and be glad in it. Conform to that type of thinking. Be transformed. Renew your mind. And it says, seek the kingdom, righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. See, he'll make a way Guys, to get us thinking about what tomorrow brings. Family, vehicles, job, money, people, opinion, security, life, kids, snow, ice, rain. Ah! I mean, I've woke, there's been nights. I've, 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 I've woken up 
thinking about something. Oh, I've got to get that done tomorrow. I've got to get that done tomorrow. I've got to get that done tomorrow. And I've ruined my whole night. And guess what? If I'd have just slept through the night and woke up, it would have been there tomorrow. It's not going anywhere. And his mercies are new every morning. Woo! Some of us need to. That's a shouting word right there. Because when I lay my head down, when I wake up tomorrow, I can say, yesterday's gone, today's mercies are new. Thank goodness. I'm telling you, if we can get a hold of this, it will transform your walk with Christ. You're not going to be struggling with the same old thing, the same old thing, the same old thing, the same old thing, because why? You're going to think differently. And we need to think differently. We need to think differently. You know, I'm going to go there. The Bible talks about healing. The Bible talks about miracles. The Bible talks about deliverance. Those aren't suggestions. Those aren't suggestions. Those are in black and white. Most of the time, red, red, red. I can't talk. Maybe there's a reason. Red and white in the Bible. Okay. I know why he's shutting me down. There's time. Okay. It's in the Bible. So what we do is we take it as maybe he will, maybe he won't. No, we know that he will. Okay. We need to renew our minds to it. Now, it may not manifest exactly the way we want it or when we want it or how we want it, but I know it will manifest based on his word. So renew your mind to that. So again, when the pain comes, say, I am healed. I'm standing on that. I'm believing for that. And if you don't have enough, find somebody around here and they'll stand with you and they'll put their faith. They'll, they'll use their faith. Well, it still doesn't happen. It still doesn't happen. How long are you willing to stand? Forever. I will stand. And I've said this. I've said this. If something happens to me, heaven forbid, and I'm not claiming this, but the last word out of my mouth on this earth is going to be I'm, and the first word in heaven is going to be healed. Stand that long. Well, and, and, and I'm not going to get discouraged because I know what the word of God says. Now, I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know. But I know, I know what the word of God says. So you can, either, you can either doubt or that you can believe and you can stand in faith and you can confess the word. You get to choose. I say if you renew your mind and you start believing this word, you're going to see many more quicker results. And you'll watch the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. See, another thing the enemy wants to do, he likes to bring your yesterday... He's famous for this. I would say just about everybody here struggles with this. He wants to bring your past into your today. And he wants to remind you all the time. Do you know what you were? Do you know what you did? Yes, I know what I was. And yes, I know what I did. But that's not who I am today. I'm a new creature in Christ. Blood bought by the blood of Jesus. So you know what, devil? Just stay in hell. You don't have to go there. Just stay there. That's where you belong. Okay? So again, don't let the enemy drag your yesterday into today. Why are you letting yesterday ruin you today? Your today. Don't do it. Well, I made some mistakes in my past, and hey, I don't even have a buzz here today when I'm going through. You guys are doing great. Wow, look at that. Hey, hey. <laughs> 
such simple pleasures in life. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, so many people, and I, and I deal, we deal with people all the time, we're praying for people from the hurts of their past. And I'm not, I'm not downplaying any of that stuff. My question is this. Why do you keep meditating and hanging on to that hurt? Let it go. Rhonda, I'm going to talk to you because you're a tough gal and I know you and I love you with all my heart and you know I love you. You are a phenomenal mother. I don't care what the world has ever said. I don't care what people have ever said. And I know people have said things to you. I know you. I know your family. I love them. This is my adopted family. They adopted me. They've got their own personal pastor. That's not what the God says about her. And what happened yesterday has no bearing on today. It doesn't. It's only people that like to drag up yesterday. Because it's only people that don't want to forgive. It's only people that don't want to move on. It's only people that want to keep you where you're at. Not God. So let me give you another little piece of advice. I'm making all kinds of friends today, just to let you know. If there's people in your life that keep bringing that to you, this is what you were, this is what you're not, cut them off like the sucker that they are. Now, don't walk out of here and say, well, I've got to get rid of all my friends, but maybe you've got to get rid of all your friends. When I got born again, I lost every friend I had. I spent my first three years in Bible school. I didn't emerge for three years. I mean, I was around town, but I wasn't anywhere my friends were. My friends weren't coming to the church that I was going to, and I wasn't going to where they were going. Well, they'd see me, they'd talk to me. We weren't fellowshipping and hanging out anymore. But you know what? I wasn't strong enough to be around them at that time. Quit letting the enemy drag your yesterday into today. Quit hanging on to that hurt. I'm going to tell you one more big principle, and then I'm going to close, and I'll move on next week. That hurt or the people that have hurt you, the only way you're going to get free of that is to forgive. You're going to have to forgive them. Say, you know what? I forgive you. And then I've got to tell you something. The Lord Jesus Christ died for you. You don't have a right not to forgive yourself. You don't have a right to do that. You don't have a right to not forgive yourself. I messed up. Okay. Did you repent? Yeah. You're forgiven. Then forgive yourself. And move on. Repent, repair, and move on. And you watch and see. If you can get a hold of this, being conformed not to the world, but to the word, your mind will be transformed. It will be renewed. You will be different. You will talk different. You will act different. And your life will be different. You'll have this joy, this peace that we talk about. I'm telling you, there's freedom in what I'm giving you today if you get a hold of it. So here's what we're going to do. Go ahead and play a song. I'm going to open this altar. Maybe some of you just need to come and be at the altar 
Maybe you need to forgive somebody. Maybe you need to ask forgiveness. Maybe you just need God to say, you know what, I'm free. I don't need this anymore. I'm letting this go. Whatever it is you need. If I feel led to pray for you, I will. If I don't, I won't. But I'm opening this altar. We're going to play. We'll turn down the lights. I don't care if you stay here all day. Don't leave here with the enemy beating you up. Be transformed. Be conformed to the word of God. Let your mind be transformed. Amen? I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit do his work. Go ahead and turn the lights down. and The altar is open.